Good morning, friends. I know you missed me. I'm back again. Back again. Back to me. Back in the stack. I don't know. I don't know the words. I'm sorry. I'm back with episode four. Four. <laughs> um, this episode, I think I just really want to talk about my trip to Egypt. I think that I think I had a good time. That was a trip I was so excited for. So excited for it. Um, oh, my Egypt trip. Um, it was honestly a great trip. So, I um, I just started like traveling, and honestly, it's like it was an amazing thing. I uh, my first trip was I went to Greece, and that was in 2017. I went with like my theater department back in high school. So I'll make a video about that just now right now because I really want to talk about Egypt. So, um, 2021. I was I obviously wanted to travel more, and the company that I went to Greece with, um, well, okay, so I wanted to travel more, and there was a company that I, I that I went to Greece with, and so when I searched them up, I found out that they do like they do trips for like college students basically, from the ages of eighteen to now at this at eighteen to I think it's thirty five now, I think they upped it to thirty five because of COVID, so I was like, wait a minute. If I'd known that this was a thing, I could have been taking trips. So when I seen that they had trips, like, you know, all over the world, I was like, I'm gonna hop on this, cause this is this is the move. And I really wanted to go to Egypt because that was like my peak into like Egyptian thing. Well, like I still love Egyptian things, but like at that at that time I was like, it's all about Egypt. All about Egypt. So that's what I did. Um, and so I looked on the website and I did a little research and I, they had an Egypt trip and they had, they actually had two. One was the Egypt expedition and the other one was Egypt cruise denial. And I was like, expedition, cruise denial, expedition, cruise denial. And looking at it, the expedition, it was, it was similar to cruise denial, but the expedition really, um, ventured towards like the tourist like the tourist side of like the of Egypt, so we stayed along the like the coast and everything, and we, we came inland for a little bit, but then stayed stayed on the coast. And I was like, I don't know, I don't know how I feel about that. So I looked at cruise denial, and honestly, cruise denial looked like it was a move to to go with because it looked like there was just more to do on the itinerary, and there was a cruise on the Nile. So I was like, yes. So I did my dude, I did my research, I booked it. Um, the trip itself was, these are like some of the old prices, but the trip itself was about like $3,759. That's not including like, um, the that's not including travel insurance and um, any of the like, the, the, um, the excursions that you wanna go on. So it was probably more, but it's okay, I'm fine. I. I have money. I didn't have money, but I have money, so it was fun. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was that was cool. I um, like I said, I did my research. I did what I had to do, and then I went to go. I booked the trip, and I started paying for this trip in August of 2021, and I went on the trip in August 2022. So just last year. Honestly, I loved it. I actually have the itinerary up, so I can tell you guys here. So, the company I went with is um is EF EF Ultimate Break. Like I said, it's um 
it's a it's a travel it's a travel agency it's a travel agency that specializes on taking travelers between the age of 18 to 35 and you know out to see the world um it's really it's honestly really cool like i said this is the um this is the company i went to greece with so it was just auto and automatically yes i'm gonna ride with them forever and ever and ever um so that was cool they um what you call it it's a really cool it's a really cool agency i love them they have like a they 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 have payment plans so you can like pay um you can pay for your trip with either they have like a bi-weekly option or a monthly option they cover almost everything like you have you have the round trip flights and um transfers they like hand pick your accommodations for you so you're staying in like four to five star luxurious hotels wherever hotel or hostels wherever you go um you get like certain you get like breakfast included for like all the days and you get like certain lunches and dinners included um but you have like an expert tour director you have 24 hours uh support with your travel guys you have an inside you have like um tours with local guides and you have access to almost everything everything is it's covered in this and um it's just it honestly it makes it makes traveling it makes traveling so much easier I would say when you book with at least EF, I guess when you book with like a company just in general, but at least with EF, I can say it just makes traveling so much easier because all I have to worry about is one, paying for the trip, two, making sure that I have money to get me through the trip. For when I literally pay for your trip and then just make sure that you have money to get souvenirs. <laughs> That's literally all you have to worry about because everything is taken care of from like the activities and the transportation and the and the like the your accommodations. So all you have to do is just take care of the stuff that you want to do personally. So like if you want to go, you know, on a shopping spree inside the bazaar, that's your that's your thing. That's something that you can do, you feel me? So that's what that's what I that's why I like um EF, especially cuz I don't like planning shit at all. I get irris irritated real fast <laughs> when it comes to like, okay, now I got to do a flight shit that's a lot of money now i gotta do a hotel shit that's a lot of money now how the fuck am i getting places oh my gosh that's a lot of fucking money with this yes it's a lot of money but i don't gotta plan it i don't gotta do anything but just like pay somebody to do it for me you feel me so that's cool um oh this is not a paid advertisement i'm just speaking up i'm just speaking up mouth because EF, EF, is, EF is a cool organization. Um, me, personally, I'm a solo traveler. I tried to get someone to go with me to Egypt, but one person said that they couldn't, and the other person tried, but they were having some like some issues, and they just fell off the grid, and so I was like, okay. I'm not waiting for no one. I'm going by myself. That's the case. But... The cool thing about EF is that even though you're like traveling by yourself, you're still going to be in a group. So my group, the Egypt was 30 people, was like 30 people, but I didn't meet them till like we all got to the hotel. But I traveled on the, like by myself, like I went to the airport by myself, I got on the plane by myself, I, yeah, I did all that stuff by myself. And then met all my, like met all the people when I got to Egypt, when we got to the hotel. Which I thought, which, because... 
I know EF again. I did it back in the past, so I kind of knew how this was already gonna go. But it's cool for like people that you know want to travel but don't want to go by themselves. Definitely, if you could go with a friend, I say go with a friend. But honestly, don't wait to go with a friend because the more you wait for them, the less time you know you're gonna you're the the more time that you're wasting on waiting for someone to go with you. You might as well just go with a, you know by yourself and go with. EF at least. That way you know even if you go by yourself, you're still going to be with people. You're still going to be with people, you know? I met, like, my friend, the people I met on this trip I still talk to, kind of like to today and I do plan to go and visit them. On my Egypt trip, I met um, met people from New York, Canada, New Jersey, Arizona, California, literally all over all over the all over the country, basically in, in more country, Canada, like, yeah. So just know that in like you you won't travel alone when you're with EF. You feel me? You feel me? Um, this is my Egypt was my second trip. Well, my first trip with EF Ultimate Break. The trip I took back with um into Greece was with EF like with was EF Tours, which is Education First Tours. They do it with like students. EF Tours stands for Education First Tours and. That may, that is the main branch of the like the whole EF program. That branch specifically specializes in taking, um, I guess, young tour groups. So like high school students, middle school students, edu for educational purposes, they like to take, they like to um, work with coordinators, teachers to get kids traveling. And so my theater teacher, she she does this with her with the group of her kids. Um, the year before they went to London, my year we went to Greece, the year after they went to Italy, and then the year after that, well, the year after that was COVID, because I graduated in 2019, but they were going to, I say that right? Yeah, I graduated in 2019. I went to Greece in 2017, graduated in 2019, and they wanted to go to um, Japan, but again, COVID happened, so they couldn't do that. But that's what EF, that's what EF um, tours do. Then it breaks down into like their sister companies, which if I'm not mistaken, mm, I can't find it. Ah, here we go. So they, it breaks down to like smaller, smaller, um, you know, subsidiary companies. Um, e hey, EF College Study, which is their um, their study abroad, what you call it, their study abroad program. Then they have the EF Explore America, basically traveling America. EF Tours for Girls, which is a, like a girls only um, tour branch. So you'll be with you know the girls. Education First Tour or Educational Tours in Canada because they are uh, an Ameri a North, a United States and Canadian um, company. EF Ultimate Break, which is the one I went on. Um, Go Ahead Tours. Go Ahead Tours is for the older audience. Um, there's a lot of food and wine tours on those. Um, but there's, yeah, like I said, there's just a lot of older people on those tours. And then EF Gap Year. Ask. 
as self-explanatory, it's a gap year. <laughs> um, so that's what EF is. It's really, it's really helpful, I would say, you know, traveling with EF. They have a lot to offer and just so much. But let's get to the juicy stuff, the stuff that you guys actually hear. They, they, English is so fucking hard, bro, and it's my first language. I don't understand how the fuck I do this. Let's get back to the juicy stuff that you came here for because the, my mental script is gone, and so now I'm just rambling, right? My trip to Egypt, like I said, this happened back in August. Mind you, I was also, I was teaching in August. I was teaching, I'm still teaching now, but I was teaching at the time. And my niece was born two days after I landed in Egypt. Like, what the fuck, what kind of fuckery is that? <laughs> um, but it is what it is. It is what it is. It is what it is. Anyway, so the, my, yeah, my, Egypt Cruise and Isles tour was a 10 day, it was a 10 day um, trip and we went to four cities. Um, we flew, I flew out on the 15th and it was an overnight flight to, um, to, to Cairo. How long is the flight to Egypt? I don't remember. This happened almost a year ago. Just give me numbers. Why are you making stuff so hard? Um, oh, so to Cairo, it's a 16 hour, it's a 16 hour flight. It's, I think, how long is it to London? Got you. So it's an eight hour flight to London, nonstop. And then to Cairo, it's about another, they say 16. I, it's, it's, ow, I just pitched myself. So eight hours, but I don't think it was an eight hour flight to Cairo. Either way, that's not that's not what I'm here for. So altogether, it's about a 16 hour flight to Cairo. Um, and that's just, that's nonstop. Obviously we had to stop in Linden and then from the go through, to get a connecting flight from Heathrow to um, Cairo. But once we got to Cairo, that's when I landed. I will say when you go to Egypt, you do need a visa. Egypt was one of those countries where you need a visa and you will need to get your, um, excuse me, you will need to get some kind of pass for like media purposes if you do plan on bringing like a big camera or something. There's people parking in my parking spot. I guess they're coming in my store. That's a pause, guys. BRB. So Egypt, you will need, if you plan on bringing like a big um, setup, or like a big camera setup or recording setup, whatever the thing may be, you will need, I don't remember what it was, um, but you will need some kind of like authorization to do so. Um, Egypt is a very strict uh, country when it comes to like their media, stuff like that. So you need to go, you need to go through some you need to get some paperwork before you do all that stuff. Um, I didn't take anything. I seen I seen the video, so I was like, I ain't gonna take anything. Plus, I didn't have nothing to take. I just have my phone. <laughs> so I was like, okay, Gucci. But you will need you will need some you need some permits to like to actually film and take your camera into the country. If you don't have those permits, they will get taken away very quick. It's okay though. I, like I said, 
went there, had my visa ready. Was like, I don't even think they looked at my visa first of all, but I had it just in case, and it was good to. I got it for August, and it was good to that October. So I was like, hey, if I wanted to go back, I can go back. I just don't have the money to go back. It's okay. <laughs> um, landed in Cairo, met up with a lot of my tour people. Y'all, I really be having some nice customers, and I just have some weird customers, and I just like. What am I supposed to do? I'm, one day I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a, I'm gonna have an episode where it's just literally me at work. You see that chair over there? That's me at work. That's, I'm literally just sitting down on the chair doing butt fuck nothing until someone comes in and it either it goes one of two ways. They're either slow as, it goes like one of five ways. It might not be five, but they're either slow as fuck, sweet as fuck, like nice as fuck, weird as fuck, Hey Ariel. Well, they just got problems and they just want to sit here and talk shit. Like, not talk shit. Well, I got people that want to talk shit too. But then I got the people that just comes in and they just like spew out their whole life stories. There's some people that I genuinely care about. I'm like, oh, what happened? There's just some people just like, what the fuck do you want me to say? <laughs> anyway, back to my back to my thing. Met my people. There were certain people on the trip. I um, we after. After those group of people came in, we drove to um, we drove to our hotel, which was it was a pretty long ass drive. I don't want to. It felt like an hour. It probably wasn't an hour drive. Probably more like 30, 45 minutes. But we took a drive from the airport to our hotel um, because our tour director, her name was Heba. Heba is so amazing. I love her. But she picked a hotel that was like 30, 45 minutes away from the airport, but right by the pyramids. So, you can see why she did that. So, we went to the hotel. We had a nice hotel here. Had a nice, nice hotel. Um, my roommate... I may or may not have forgotten his name. Fuck. Don't tell him I said that, though. Crazy. Anyway, I had a roommate. My roommate, he was awesome. I liked him. Um, but, he was nice. It was... Two people to a room, so that wasn't too bad. It's not like you were sleeping with like seven random people. Um, it was just two people to a room. There are some instances where you may have up to six people into a room, um, but I've never had that experience. The most I've had on a room was three people. It was fine. Um, the hotel was nice. We got to the hotel. We they gave us a nice little welcome drink, and they had a buff, buffet style dinner. Um, after that. We all kind of hanged out, kind of got to know each other, me a little bit, and then we went to sleep. We woke up bright and early, and we went to the pyramids. We went to the pyramids. Pyramids. Um, went to the pyramids. The pyramids are huge, bro. Huge, bro. Huge, bro. The pyramids are huge. Who made them? Like, I know there's, like, a lot of conspiracy theories, like, oh, aliens did this, blah, 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 they did this, blah, they that, da, 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 what the fuck ever. Um, whatever you believe is right and wrong at the same time. Because they're just, they're so huge, it's like, how did, how did people do it, you know? But I have a customer. It's like, how did people, going out of frame, how did people make the pyramids? 
That's it. How, how did people make the pyramids? That's that's all I want to know. Ooh, y'all weren't supposed to see that. That's all I want to know. It's just like how did how did people make the pyramids? But eh, eh. They made the pyramids, and they're just huge. So we went to the we went to the the Giza Plateau, which is what it's called, because it's it's you know a plateau, a high uh, elevated. What you call it? What's the what's the term? I'm making this up, but it's so to get inside the pyramid. It was, or sorry, I lied. So when we got there, things were normal. We, Heba gave us, fun fact about Heba is that we actually didn't need a tour guide because Heba knew everything. There's some tours, like you have tours where you have your tour director and then you have like your local tour guides. When you go to different areas, they'll find, you know, they'll pay someone to be like, hey, let's go around. But Heba, first of all, Heba, Heba is educated, girl. Heba, Heba is educated, like, Educated, educated. Um, so she's also in her like in her like fifties, so it kind of makes sense. But Heba do everything, so she was our tour director and our local guide. Cool enough. Um, but anyway, so we got there. She gave us a nice little rundown of you know everything we need to know about the pyramid, all the history, all the fun facts, and all that cool jazz. After that, she let us roam the pyramid. She let us take pictures, and she we went inside the pyramid. And to go inside the pyramid, it's small, it's cramped, and it's hot as hell. And there's a lot of climbing. So if you decide to go inside the pyramids, be be ready for a small, hot, damp, and climby environment. <laughs> you, you have to climb a lot. Um, I will say, I'm going to let you guys know right now, there's nothing in there. You do like a, what feels like 10 minutes, feels like 10 minutes of just hiking inside the Great Pyramid of Giza. And you go inside a, um, into a room and there is a empty, what looks like an empty coffin. Um, but that is it. That is, that is, that is, that is it. Um, you spend 10, you take 10 minutes to climb and go inside to an empty room with an empty coffin. If you, I, if I would say, I personally, I say yes and no. I feel like it's worth it because, you know, when the, when are you ever going to go back to, um, Egypt, you know, you know, just to say that you, one, not only climbed the, the pyramid, but you went inside the pyramid. Was there anything in there? No, but you have street cut now. You can say that now. Um, so 10 minutes to go in, see nothing. 10 minutes to come back out. Fresh air, sunlight. After we did that, we went to go ride camels. There'll be pictures in here too. So if you guys are watching this on the YouTube, you guys will see everything I'm talking about. If you guys are listening to this on the Spotify, close your eyes and imagine. <laughs> um, so we rode camels. We didn't really go far. They just took us around. They got some nice um, panoramic pictures where you can see all three pyramids in the background. That's where they do like the, oh, the hold the rock and the, um, the whole... You know, all that fun stuff. I bought a scarf, a nice little scarf. Felt like an Arab. I don't know if that's racist. Oh my god. I'm sorry. Um Took pictures, rode a camel, which was which was kind of scary because I thought a horse was scary. A horse is fine. Yes, the horse is like seven feet up in the air. But then you got a camel that has a three foot hump, so now you're ten feet up in the air. Like, bro. <laughs> 
It was scary. But we rode the camel. My camel decided to, you know, take a little run. No, my camel didn't run. Somebody else's camel ran. I think my camel did do like a little little jog though. So we was doing like a little. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> Um, and then from there, we went to go see the Sphinx. Um, we went to go see the Sphinx. Again, Habba told us the nice little stories and the facts about the Sphinx, and then we just took pictures. Um, the Sphinx is gated off, so you couldn't, there was like really no touching it or anything. It was just more so of like an eye, eye attraction. Oh my gosh, that's the Sphinx. Picture, picture. Cool. Bye. Um... And then we went back to the hotel and we had dinner. Dinner, we all hung out and then we went to sleep. Oh, sorry, we also went to the um, Saqqara, which is like the dead pyramid. Um, or I think it's also like the step pyramid as well. We, no, we didn't go to the step pyramid, but we went to the Saqqara, which is the dead pyramid. We also went to that too. Um, which is, that is day... That is day, I say day two, sorry. Day one was flying to Cairo. Day two was getting to Cairo and going to our hotel. Day three was the pyramids. Um, day four, we had to wake up, we had breakfast. We had to wake up early because we had to catch an airplane down south to a swan. Um, that swan is one of the, one of the southern cities. Um, it's not the f most southern, that's Abu Simbel. I don't know if that's the city. I think it's just a temple. I don't know. We didn't go. Um, but Aswan is one of the southern cities. Um, it is home to the High Dam, which is very which is very historical as far as like when it comes to Egyptian history, because that is what they use to kind of like control the flooding of Egypt. Because the Nile will flood like I think six every six months or six months. Yeah, the Nile will flood every six months. And so the high dam, they used, they built the high dam in order to kind of like, come English. They built the high dam in order to kind of control the flooding issue, and to kind of be like, hey, the water's flooding, but we need some over here. So yeah, that's what they kind of used the high dam for. Fun fact that you didn't know, the Nile River once runs from south to north. So Egypt isn't the starting place of the Nile, Egypt is the ending place of the Nile, which back in ancient Egypt, because of that, Lower Egypt and Upper Egypt is not what you think it is. So what we know as Lower Egypt today was actually Upper Egypt, and that's where a lot of like the rich people, you know, that, yeah, that's where a lot of like the rich people lived, and a lot of, um, it was also considered like, that was like the capital area, that was like the capital of Egypt, Upper Egypt, or if you... Nowadays is Lower Egypt and Upper Egypt, which is where Cairo is. Like nowadays, Upper Egypt, which is where Cairo is, used to be Lower Egypt because that's where the Nile ended. You feel me? So, fun fact. But we flew down to Aswan. It was so early. Oh my gosh, man. <laughs> flew down to Aswan. We took a nice little drive around tour. That's like I said, that's when we went to go see the high dam. Which is really nothing. It's literally just a dam, water, water, pictures. Cool. And then we took a nice little Feluca sailboat. A Feluca sailboat is one of just, you know, any, a sailboat. And we just took a nice little ride. Music, had fun. Got to see the scenery. It was so beautiful. I love Egypt. 
Um, then oh, we had dinner, skipping, skipping, skipping. Day five is when we boarded our cruise. Yeah, so like I said, River Egypt Cruise Nile um, came with a cruise, a three-day cruise up the Nile River. I'm sorry, I shaved my stomach, and I think I have an ingrown here now. <laughs> my hair is going back really fast, bro. Um, yeah, so we woke up that morning, and actually, we stayed at a nice hotel, which I will also put in there before we got on the cruise. Like, I, when we got the Aswan, we stayed in a hotel. I loved the hotel. It was a beautiful hotel. We, um, I took a nap. I took a nap, and then I woke up and was like, oh my gosh, I had to go back to sleep. Um, had some food. But I like that hotel. That one, honestly, I think had one that had the best view out of all the hotels that we stayed at. That one had the best view. No, that one by far had the best view. I will also put that in here, too. Um, and the name, too, so you guys can... I will actually put the names in everything. Oh. Oh, my God. Um... Yeah, and then day, this is day five, we board, we got to the, we went on the cruise. Forgot the name of the cruise name, though. I think it was called the Blue Dream. Don't, don't quote me on that. It was something. It was something, bro. Um, we took the Nile and we cruised, what did we cruise to? I'm reading off the itinerary. Because, again, it was almost a year ago. Um, goodbye, do they cruise, took the Nile River, along the river in Africa, da da da. So we got on a cruise and we went to the Temple of Filet. If I'm not mistaken, that's also like the Temple of Love. Uh, uh, went to the Temple of Filet, stayed, stayed there for a little bit, got this, uh, walk around, look at, you know, Heba did her do, Heba did what she had to do, and she did the, she did, she did the do, the do, the do was did, right? Um, after that, we boarded, oh! So, the Temple of Filet is it's an island. So you have to take a boat to the island, and you have to take a boat back to the mainland. So we, first of all, Egypt got hecklers for days, bargainers for days, peddlers for days. There will be people literally coming up to you out of nowhere asking you to buy stuff, whether they actually have a, they have a legit shop or they just have a little pop up stand. People will be begging you to buy stuff from them. Even the kids. The kids will be begging you to buy, like, headbands or bracelets or whatever for them. There's a lot of peddlers in Egypt. So if you if you're, if you you're don't like being bombarded by people, Egypt might not be the place for you. There's a lot of peddlers in Egypt. So just expect that. People are trying to bargain, trying to bargain the shit out of you. Okay. So we get to the dock. And there's this dude, and he wants me to he wants me to buy a shirt. I'm sorry, he wants me to buy a shirt. And I was like, sir, I, I need to go, my group. I'll come back. He was like, what's your name? I was like, my name is Micah. Okay, bye. Went to the Temple of Filet, did what we had to do. The dude was did that we did to do, right? Came back, got off the boat, walking to the bus. Micah, my friend! First of all, man, you wasn't even supposed to remember my name! Like, What? Anyway, he remembered my name, and I couldn't get out of it this time. He, he, I, he, I would, I got to the shop, and we was talking, we was talking, we was talking, we was talking, we was talking. 
And like I was saying before I was so really interrupted. Let me stop. Um, you know, we came back and I was, he was like, you know, he said he was going to buy a shirt. So come buy a shirt. And I was like, fuck. So I went in there, looked at shirts. He had two shirts. Mind you, Egypt. So currency in Egypt is 20 to a dollar. So it's 20 Egyptian pounds to $1. So for example, so yeah, 20 Egyptian pounds is equivalent to one US dollar. I, um, he was, he was, he was, he was, what was he doing? Um, he was trying to sell me a shirt and they had a deal where it's like, you get one shirt for like, I think 10 Egyptian pounds and not, not 10, but like a thousand Egyptian pounds. And you get another shirt for like 400 Egyptian pounds, which if you convert that over, that's like $50 for one shirt and 20 for another. That's like 70, 70 for a shirt. And I was like, uh, no. And so with Egypt, with Egyptians, you have to like, you have to haggle, you have to bargain. You gotta bargain. Cause they take, they, you're not going to get your money to it if you don't bargain. Like I was going to pay, I almost paid $70 or what I say? $90 for two shirts. Mind you, I can't even fit them now. But I paid $70, I paid, almost paid $90 for two shirts. And I was like, no. Like, their price, the store price, if you're at a store, the store price is never the the price. You have, you have to bargain. You have to ask it. Long story short, I was able to get both shirts for 600 Egyptian pounds, which is, if I'm not mistaken, that's like $30 US. Two shirts for $30 US. So, that. Uh, but them peddlers are everywhere. Anyway, why am I getting a phone call? Who's calling me? Oh crap! I swear to you, bro, trying to make this trying to make this episode is like pulling an arm and leg because there's always something I can't. Anyway, um, so yeah, long story short, you have to hassle. After we left the Temple of Soleil, we went to um a perfume shop, which was cool. Um, they taught us how they make, they taught us their methods of making their frankincense oils, as well as how they make their glass, the glass art that they put the, the um, essence oil inside the, in, that they put the essence oil inside, um, which is cool. I got some bottles. I got like two lavenders, peppermint, raw amber, which will help you sleep. Peppermint is good for your allergies. I got some papyrus, which is just good. Manly men tell, smell, and then I just got some frankincense to open my my spirits. So was that five? Lavender oil, peppermint, lavender, lavender, boil, peppermint, papyrus, frankincense. I ain't said it right. I got six. I got six. I got six. I got six. Um, and then we had a nice little. Was it? We have dinner on the boat. Oh, we had dinner on the cruise. We had dinner on the cruise. We had dinner on the cruise, which. Out of all the pl- we had so when it came to like food wise, we um we ate a lot of but we ate at buffets a lot, which were all you know either and which was all at the hotels places places that we were staying. Rarely did we eat out. I think we ate out at like we ate out twice. I think or McDonald's so like three times. Yeah, we went to McDonald's in Egypt, guys, just because you know it was there. So it was like we had to. <laughs> 
Um, so day six, we, you know, boarded the cruise. We went to Kom Umbul in Luxor. Kom Umbul, Luxor, which is another temple. Um, it's the temple of Sobek, which is the, um, the Nile River god, the crocodile head, with the crocodile head. And then we sent the, we had lunch, yada, yada, yada. Seeing mummified crocodiles. We seen all that fun stuff. Um, I will say, I think the temples were like my favorite part. The t no, the temples and the tombs were my favorite part of this whole trip. We'll get there. Um, day seven, we went to go see the Karnak Temple, and then we explored the east bank of Luxor. Um, we visited a papyrus shop, which is papyrus is the paper that they make um, from papyrus. Papyrus paper is paper that they make out of papyrus. Um, papyrus weave. Yeah, they weave together, they press it, all that fun stuff. Basically how you make paper here, this is made out of papyrus. And I got myself a little scroll. Um, I think I have a picture, so I'll show you guys. Anyway, moving on. This is the wall, da da da, let's go bang, let's bang. Um, early that morning, a few of us, few of us is meaning my whole... So yeah, a few of us woke up, on a, like again, when I say a few of us, I mean like almost everybody on the tour, except for like two, me and this other chick. Um, but they went and they woke up at like four in the morning to go across the river to go ride hot air balloons. The mic is not even on me. By a few of us, I mean everybody in my tour group except for like two people, which is me and this other chick. Um, they woke up at four in the morning to go across the river to go ride hot air balloons and see the sunrise. I wasn't with it. We've been waking up early all day and it's like four in the morning. I need, I need at least two more hours of sleep, which it ain't felt like shit because I felt like, I think I woke up at, they came, came back at like six, seven, came back at like six or seven. So those extra hours weren't shit. Um, but then we went to go see the temple of Hatshepsut. Um, yeah, yeah, which is on, which is another great view because it's up high. You can see all of Luxor because we're in Luxor now, so you can see all of Luxor. And it's actually back in the ancient Egyptian times, it was actually a straight shot from her temple down to the temple of Ra, which was miles, miles. Anyway, after we seen that, we went to the um. I'm sorry, plucking up my stomach. Um, after, actually, I said it out order, but we also went to the Valley of Kings. We had three, we had admission to three, we had admission to three um, tombs. One of the tombs was the tomb of, honestly, those, like I said, those were my favorite. The tombs were my favorite. Um, just because they're so well preserved. There was literally one tomb we went inside and the roof was just full of color. Blue, yellow, red, color, like no one touched it. The only thing, the only part that aged about it was maybe, you know, little cracks, little crumbles here. But it's like, it's like people didn't touch it. It was so much color. And we went inside, we went to go see King Tut, King Tut in common, you know, the youngest pharaoh to, to ever rule Egypt. His mummy is still there. Nice and preserved. Old wrinkle dried out, but nice and preserved. 
And then, but the yeah, just the tombs. It was hot as hell. It's like the later days we got, the later days we spun in Egypt, the hotter it got. So that day right there was the hottest of them all, and everybody was just drained. Uh, we went to go see the Temple of Ra, the Temple of Ra that day. And yeah, it was just, it was literally the hottest day. Um, when we went to go see the temple, uh, half of the, yeah, literally half of the group actually just went back to the bus because it was too hot and they just couldn't take it anymore. Um, there were some of us that stayed because obviously we felt, we, we felt bad because, you know, our tour director is out here, you know, doing this for us and we just couldn't take, we couldn't take the heat. We just couldn't take the heat. But I stayed, I stayed, I rocked it out. I was a pimp. I was a pimp. I said that I was just not finna her down. That and because the fucking columns, bro, huge as fuck. Pictures. I won't say anything other than pictures. They were huge columns. Yes. Um, I think that's the day we also went to McDonald's. It was a nice little, nice little McDonald's, about the same, about the size of this, like this shop here. You can't see the shop, but it's about the size of the shop. And they don't eat meat like that. And when I mean meat, I mean like they don't eat like red meat. So like pork and cow is not really thing. It's a lot of chicken. Yeah, no, it's, it's a lot of chicken. They eat a lot of chicken. They eat a lot of chicken and fish. Fish. So that's that. Um. So after that, after that long, 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 long. Oh, also I forgot to say we went to a nice. We went to an alabaster shop. Alabaster is like they're like they're like national stone. I don't know if it's like if it's like that in the books, but like it's like everywhere. You know how like Florida, like their like their stone is like limestone. It's like the most common stone, and in, in Greek, like marble is their stone. Egypt, alabaster is their stone. So we went to an alabaster shop. They showed us how they made the alabaster. We got some hands-on experience, and we got to go buy some stuff. I got to buy an Anubis statue. I bought an Anubis statue because you know Anubis statue. Yeah, Anubis. <laughs> Um, that's it. Oh, I walked out. Tell me how this dude was like, this is for you, my friend. He gave me, he gave me a ball of paper. And he was like, I was like, uh, okay. And he was like, now please, can you help me? And I was like, first of all, nigga, cause you gave me this shit. You gave, you gave me this shit. I didn't ask for this shit. You gave me this shit. Peddlers, like I said. And I was like, you know what? Here, here's like a dollar or something. And he was like, now can you help my friend? And I was like, don't push it, motherfucker. One of that bus. I opened it, it was some Beatles and like a stone. So I, I'm not mad, it was actually some good shit for like, I got for like a dollar. So I ain't, I ain't hate it, I ain't hate it. But like, you gave me that shit, so I gotta pay your ass, you know? Anyway. Um, after that long day, we flew back up to um, Cairo. We flew back up to Cairo and we had a nice little dinner at a river, at a river restaurant. Um, a friend of mine's, a nice, really close, close friend of mine, a friend of mine's, um, she came late, so she missed the pyramids. Like, her whole flying stuff, that, that, all that shit was fucked up. So, she came in a day late, and so on the last day, she was able to, she uh, went with another tour director, and she went to go look at the pyramids. Why? Um, um, what do we do? Oh! She went to go look at the pyramids while the rest of us went to go to the museum. We went to the museum and went to the mosque. Went to the museum and went to the mosque. Went to the mosque. The mosque is so beautiful. I'll put pictures of that in there in here too. Um, and then we all met up at the last hotel. 
We had our last raw drinks, partied. This is the last hurrah. Once a star, I ain't going until I go too far. Last hurrah, but it's okay. Yeah, we did that. And then we woke up early, early in the morning, and we all went home. We said goodbye to Heba. If you guys ever go to Egypt, Heba Seoudi, or Seoudi, it's S-E-O-U-D-I. H-B-A, no, H-E-B-E. H-E-H-E-B-A, Heba. S-E-O-U-D-I, Saudi, Saudi, Saudi. I don't know how to pronounce her last name. We called her Heba. That's her name. If you guys can ever request her for any any tour, definitely recommend it. I definitely recommend it. Um. Oh, even on the cruise, we had like a little Galibier party, so we all dressed up in our little Egyptian clothes. We danced, we danced, we danced. <laughs> we had fun, and then we had, we had to, you know, Americanize it just a little bit. We had to get low with it, if you feel me. Anyway, um, ah, ah. Um, but we flew back to heat. We, um, a few of us actually, because we all, a few of us flew back to Florida. We didn't. A lot of them didn't stay in Florida. All my the people that were actually that lived in Florida didn't fly with me. I flew with everybody that lived outside of Florida. Like make that make sense. Um, but we all flew to um Heathrow together, and then that's when we all parted ways. I was the first one to fly out, so I had to go. I had to say goodbye, and I had to take this long ass flight home. And then I got home, and I wasn't jet lagged as I thought I would be. I guess uh, that's why they did it so early. So I guess we could like fly with the sun or whatever. However they do that, but I wasn't jet lagged. So I got home and I was like, okay, now I want pizza. <laughs> I miss, I miss, I miss American food. Not to say like their food is bad. I enjoyed it. I will say something on that trip though gave me funny tummy because I, I, I may or may not have like shot my pants a little bit. We ain't gonna talk about that. Y'all didn't hear that. I didn't say that. Oop, I just exposed myself. I'm sorry. You know, something gave me funny to me. And I was on the toilet. I was on the toilet. And I didn't take nothing. I just rocked it out. I was just like, eh. It's funny, because my roommate, I was, we was on the cruise. And I was in the bathroom. And I was just doing my, I was doing my do. And my roommate was like, Micah, can I get a turn? This hurts. And I was like, <laughs> First of all, I'm dying here. That's embarrassing. Now you're gonna go in here and die too. Like this is terrible. Um, he believes it was the fish. The fish wasn't. The fish wasn't fishing. The fish wasn't fishing. So, but he believes that the fish gave us, you know, funny tummy. And I was just like, you know what? I don't know what the fuck it is, but you know, I got funny tummy. That's it. Now I'm gonna go and enjoy those my time in Egypt. <sighs> and yeah, then I came home. See my grandmother and my sister got my pizza, went home, and just went back to my normal life. It was so lame. So lame. But it was really worth it. And I'm honestly glad that I had to, like, I'm honestly glad that I got this experience to, you know, travel to Egypt and see a bunch of world wonders. Because, you know, when will you ever get to see this stuff again? You know... I may never get to see this stuff again at all. Like, that might be my only time I actually get to visit and see Egypt. I'm sorry, because there's, like, people walking my direction, but I know they're not coming in here because they have, like, babies. <laughs> they have little kids. But, like, when will you ever get to see Egypt? When will that be? You? It may be a plan in the future, but, like, I feel like people wait too long. And it's either 
they wait and they have kids or they wait and they're old. I don't want to do that. I want to go explore the world now when I can actually have fun and do the good stuff like that everybody is complaining about. You know, yes, I could see, you know, the sights and all that fun stuff. That's fine. But I want to I wanna see the nightlife. I want to go out and, you know, just... <laughs> so, that was it. Um, definitely... Definitely recommend going to Egypt just to knock out, you know, seeing the pyramids and temples and all that stuff. It's literally one of the oldest um, places in the world. And there's some really rich history there. And there's some really nice history and culture. Like, we went to a Nubian village. And a Nubian village is so different from Egypt. Like, from actual Egyptians. A Nubian, they're a Nubian village, their culture they are strong to their culture and strong to their belief and even though they are in the country of Egypt they reside in their own villages and they preserve their culture so well you you literally think that you're in a different country even though you're literally on an island you're in a small village but you enter another country you know so it's stuff like that that people definitely should go out and just see whether you want to see it or like whether you want to see it or not you should go see it because there's stuff like that that you never know 30 years from now that stuff might not be the same and it's sad because there's 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 a lot of people that just don't enjoy the value and the history that they're like that we preserve for them and they take it for granted and when it's gone it's gone like i i hate to think about it but there will be one day when the pyramids are just not here no more. And that might be a stretch. The pyramids might be here for forever. Like, the way that the people are, like, guarding those, the, those monuments, they're not going anywhere. But erosion, stuff like that, like, you know, I just hate to think about it. It's so sad. But, like, there's, there's going to be a time where, like, that stuff is just not going to be here no more. You know, 40 years from now, that Nubian village that I've seen is not going to be the same. 50 years from now, that Nubian village that I've seen may not even exist, you know? So it's just stuff like that that's, that's so cool to me and so historic and how well-preserved it is. You have to go see it. You have to you have to physically witness the greatness that's in front of you. No matter how hot it is, no matter rain, shine, sleep, snow, sandstorm, whatever the case may be, you just have to witness this because one... You will never get that experience again. I'm glad I went on that trip with those 30 people because they made that trip amazing. And yes, I was by myself, but fuck it. I was by myself and I had a blast. Like, I'm not going to sit here and wait for one of my friends to come with me. As much as I want them to come with me, I'm not going to sit here and wait for them to come with me. Because the longer I wait for them, the more time I miss out on doing what I could be doing. I went to Egypt and now they said if you touch the Nile, you're destined to go back. I did touch the Nile, but I'm destined to go back. It's okay. I want to go and I want to see the I want to see the salt pools. I almost extended my trip, but I didn't because I didn't have money like that. Yeah, I didn't because I didn't have money like that. But you know, there's just there's just so much beauty in places that people don't know. People, you think of Egypt and you just think of. I hate to say it, but you think of Muslims, and you think of terrorists, and you think of Islam, and, like, why? Why Why do you think like that? Like, 
Okay, now you think of Egypt, you think of pyramids, cool. But then you think about going to Egypt, and then that's what you think of. You think of desert, hot, Muslim, Islam, like, stuff like that. Like, no, stop. Get that out your head. Fuck it, we ball, and just go. Go. Because your perspective is going to change. My perspective, I didn't really have a perspective on Egypt. I just knew that there was desert and the pyramids. And I knew it was a Muslim country. But, like, I don't know what the fuck I'm trying to say. Just go to Egypt. Travel. And EF Ultimate Break. Definitely check it out. This is Micah. This is Micah. Host of the Micah Show. Signing out. Bye. As per usual, here's my signing outro. Here's my here's my outro for every the Micah Show episode. The close friend of mine, he's a brother to me. He's you know fiance to a close friend of mine. All that fun stuff. Um, please give it up for an up and coming singer, Ezekiel Hargrove, and his new single. When I get it. I'ma show no mercy to your body when I get it, get it, get it, get it. I'ma show no mercy to your body when I get it, yeah. I'ma show no mercy to your body when I get it. I'm deep up in your ocean, yeah Oh girl, I drink it down I'ma sip on your body all night Let's get it pumping, take it to the floor Ooh, Tell me how fast you wanna go Ooh, yeah. Baby, come and be my private show, yeah I'ma give you what you need and more, yeah Are you ready? Baby, are you ready? Come and be my private show, yeah I'ma give you what you need and more, yeah I'ma show no mercy to your body when I get Sunday, right? Uh-huh. It's gonna be a long night. Let's get it pumping, take it to the floor. Ooh. Tell me how fast you wanna go. Ooh, yeah. Baby, come and be my private show. Yeah, I'ma give you what you need and more. Yeah. Are you ready? Baby, are you ready? Yeah. Baby, come and be my private show. Yeah, I'ma give you what you need and more. Yeah, I'ma show no mercy to your body when I get. Yeah. I'ma show no mercy to your body.